the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Hey, maybe some of you guys are heading to the deer hunting blind, getting ready for deer season. And uh, I understand that. I've done that for years and years. I haven't shot a deer in about 25 years. But anyway, I love looking at them, feeding them, taking pictures of them. So I hope you're on the way. I had a 5 o'clock show going on this morning, and uh, I usually catch a lot of deer hunters on that show. It's on a different station, but um, I hope you're having a great day. But if you're riding along, guess what? You're riding in a used car or truck. And if you're going to work, you're driving a new, I mean a used car or truck. It might have been new for about a day for with you. But you know what? Try taking it back after a week. They're branded it used, and they won't give you the money back that you paid for it. But that's why I'm here. The vision of this show to, is to get an even playing field. You ever thought about an even playing field? You know, the pro players go out there, let's say football. They know what the other team's going to do. They kind of know their playbooks. They're set. They're ready. They're trained. They're mentally ready, physically ready. they got a great coaching staff. They've been prepared all week to go to battle. Well, that's about the way you walk into the car dealership. But I had some people I were talking to the last week. I'm having tremendous response on this show. And don't forget about my show on the sister station. That's 630 uh, KSLR. That's on from 9 to 10. We get a little more into the Bible. And I've, the scripture today is going to, you're going to like what it was talking about today. Do unto others as you would have to do under you. So that's the message for 6.30 at 9 to 10 today. But, you know, you, I've talked to so many people that think they know what they're doing when they walk into a dealership. And there's no possible way. I just showed Baron, my account manager, an article. And I'm going to read a little bit from it. How well-trained, how ready the F&I people are. There's no possible way that you just spend the amount of time that they do. They think about you. Hey, they look up your past records. Dealers are trained 365 days a year. And even when the car dealers and the salespeople are off, they talk about the deals and how much money they made. And they make funny of the customers. Oh, y'all made a 10-pounder. That's $10,000. You know how many times I've heard that? You know how many times I've heard seven and $8,000? I tell you what, uh, we're going to buckle up. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. And I'm going to open up the lines. we got Jamar with us today. Shamar with us today. Uh, Shamar has got us... Ready to answer any of your questions, answer your phone. And the phone number here is 210-308-8867. Give us a call. That's 210-308-8867. And uh, if you want my office number and you'd like to talk to me anytime, leave word because we get a lot of calls at my office. And that number in my office is 830-625-7159. And also make sure you go to hassle-free auto buying. It's a service that we have that makes sure that uh, your credit rating is right. Make sure your credit is cleaned up. Make sure you know what you can afford, what fits your budget. Talk to your bank, your credit union. Shop, shop, shop. Know what the market is. Know what new market, no market is. Uh, I showed a gentleman uh, this past week the new and old market on what him and his wife were looking at. And then he understood 
because you know if you want to look at a stock October first and it's a hundred and it's seventy today, do you want to pay a hundred or do you want to pay seventy? There's lots full of old market cars. You need to save your money because the vehicles have dropped three thousand dollars on some vehicles. And how would you like to have, be sitting on a thousand cars and they drop three thousand dollars? Who has to pay for that? They want you to pay for it. Well. We're going to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly so you're prepared 100% to understand what's going on, that even playing field. And also to help you on that even playing field, besides hasslefreeautobuying.com, where we make sure you get plenty for your trade, make sure that you get the right price, make sure you understand what the business is doing and what's going on. But go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Learntobuyandsellcars.com, I, I made this website for you. It's free. It's a great opportunity to know what your vehicle's worth. I'll make an offer on your car. I will buy your car. I had a lady drive from Corpus Christi. She called me up and said, my dad passed away. I inherited his caravan. It's a 20,000-mile car. She said, but I don't need it. I live out in the country. I don't want to take it out. She lives down in Corpus off of Bayside. And she said, I don't want to drive it back. I want to bring it in, sell it to you, and I'll rent a car and go back to Corpus. Wow. That's how strong that deal is. Here a lady comes from a Corpus to sell me her car. She go went to learn to buy and sell cars.com. She'd been listening to my radio shows down in Corpus. We're no longer there. We're, we're talking to Valero right now on um, being a lead sponsor in Corpus because they really want to educate you. They want to prove to the community that they want you educated on that even playing field. I hope to be back in Corpus soon because I've got a lot of listeners. I've made a lot of friends down there, and I love it. Here she brings the car up because she goes to learn to buy and sell cars.com, follows the easy process I made an offer on the car. She brings it up, sells it to me. I take her to Enterprise, rent a car, and she rents a car to go back to Corpus. Well, that lady, she, that's extra effort. I'm telling you. But she needed to sell her car. They wasn't wanting to give her fair market down in Corpus. But I was willing to do it, and I was thrilled that she did it. Spent about 30 minutes with her, got to talking to her, talking to her about her, her dad. And she's a CPA, great lady. And so she understands the value of getting her, the full value of it. She inherited the car, so it didn't cost her nothing. But she wanted to get full value out of it. Hey, these dealers are out to make money. Their overhead is tremendous. My overhead is low, and I'm working to get it even lower. But th when you've got a lot of overhead, you've got to make a lot of money. But here's the problem what's going on in the market right now is that the market drop. These dealers, they're always behind it. The Holy Spirit leads and guides me and gives me he, – he lets me – I used to look at the business in the world like looking through a straw. But the Holy Spirit's opened my vision, opened my mind, gave me some common sense that I didn't have, gave me the opportunity to give back. And that's what I'm doing, giving back. But when dealers get themselves in a bind, their business, the businesses stop because it always does this time of the year. We get a little hesitation in it. And so they get all excited, and they're worried about what they can buy, what they can sell. So what do they do? They cut your price. They don't want to give you as much for your car. They're trying to make more on the new one, steal the trades where they can overcome. Hey, they're sitting on losses on the other cars, but now they want you to make it up on what they buy from you. If you run in there and they want to sell you a car, you know, you're selling your car to somebody that may have some. I sell cars as, hey, if the motor's cooled off, I've owned it too long. I want them gone as soon as I... Hey, I sell lots of cars. I sold two cars yesterday to a dealer who needed them and sold them actually before I bought them. I called him and told him about them and described them to him, and it fit his situation, got his price, so I arranged the dealer where it worked for all of us. But see, when there's a lot of cars, the business has slowed down, the market has dropped, now dealers want to buy your car even cheaper. So what happens on the computer? I go by the market i i live in the market every day and i go what your car can sell for not what we we're going to the internet 
and we've got a lot of situations. So the market has dropped. So the Internet prices that are Mannheim, Odessa, these big-time auctions give us a report on what these cars are bringing. So they've dropped the last three weeks. The dealers have figured it out. They're trying to overcome the losses they got on the lot. So when you walk in there, hey, they're wanting to get advantage on you. They're wanting to make more money on your unit than normal so they can make up for the losses on the cars they're sitting on on the lot that have lost value. So this lady drives up from Corpus. I buy her car. I'm going to clean it up and resell it, make me a little money, go down the road. She's happy. I'm happy. Describe your car at learntobuyandsellcars.com. I want to buy your car. Hey, I'm buying five trucks from a survey company in Austin, Texas. I've been buying their trucks for 10 years. And they called up. They're trading them in. They told the Ford store where who I was. The Ford store called me and said, hey, you usually buy their trucks? I said, yeah. They really got 10. The good news is five of them run. Five of them don't. I'm buying all of them. You know, right now I'm buying the five that run, and then they're working on the five. They want to see if there's any other parts they need to rob off of those. And, hey, I understand the game. Just tell me the game. Just like I'm trying to explain to you about this getting on an even playing field. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me what's going on. I made an offer. They said, well, we may need a few extra. If they need a few extra parts, that's fine. But just tell me what the game is, how we're playing the game. I want an even playing field, and I'll make them an offer. They said, yes, we're going to take it, but we want to make sure that there's some parts that we don't need. So I'm buying these trucks from these guys that are not running. I made them an offer. They're going to see if there's any other parts, and they understand it's time to readjust. So there's all kinds of opportunity out there. You need to know what your vehicle's worth. You know, hey, they're going to... They understand they need to sell those trucks now, the ones that don't run. They need to sell the trucks that are running now because they got to wait to the end of the year. If you wait to the end of the year, there may not be many buyers out there. Hey, dealers take off about the middle of December. They got Christmas. Business stops. Business gets tough. New car dealers are gearing up trying to blow everything out at the end of the year. Sell me those vehicles now. Don't wait till the end of the year. I may not be working. Who knows? I may have to take off and take be with my family. So then these CPAs are telling me, oh, sell, sell, sell. We've got to get rid of it. Oh, man, that'll put you in a bind. You'll have to take less money. Oh, it's a write-off. It's still money coming in. It's still cash flow into the company. You don't count. You want to give it away. It's your hard-earned money. You paid for that truck, and now you want to give it away? This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We're going through the process of my internet. And after you describe that car, I want to buy your car. Now, if there's something that I need to fix in order to sell the car, I need to cut the price. But I'm not like Auto Trader Buying Center. I don't entice you to come in. Then we put your VIN number in. I get your VIN number right away. And then we cut you to your knees. And then Auto Trader Buying Center teaches us to beat you up every little dent ever. It's a used car. It's a used truck. I'm not going to beat you up on every little scratch. Now, for something I need to fix, yes. But we want to buy your car. You need to know what your vehicle's worth. You need to know what fair market is. It's your money that you paid for, so you need to understand what's going on. And then the other side of our website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, which is free also, we wanted you to get your credit score. Go to ftc.gov. That's franktommycharles.gov, franktommycharles.gov. Get your credit score. Pull up your credit. See if there's any problems so you understand exactly what, your car, what you're doing. And that way, clean it up. I've got a gentleman in Corpus that can clean up your credit in San Antonio, anywhere in the United States. Actually, used to work for Dave Ramsey. Give me a call. I'll be glad to, to give you his number. He'll help you clean your credit up. Excellent, excellent man. And then we're going to talk to a credit union or a bank. I had a lady that needs to buy a car. She hadn't bought a car in years and years. She didn't know exactly what her credit was. I had her get her credit lined up. Gina's a great young lady, hardworking, got a son, trying to provide, wants to make a better decision, wants to understand. We're, we're working on her business now, right now. We're not buying right now. 
but we're getting it all set up. It may take a couple of weeks. It may take a couple of months. But she understands the process of not used to just jumping in to buy something. So we, she got her, her credit. She said, where should I go? I recommended Randolph Books. I re- recommended Security Service. Hey, there's First Mark. There's all kinds of credit unions. And, you know, so she's shopping. She found a 8%. She found a 6%. And she found a 4.9%. Her credit's not excellent, but it's okay. So now she knows what she's paying. She's got some kind of idea how, mu- how many months she's going to pay. We've, got, we've talked about the money she's going to spend. So now she knows exactly she wants the most she can get for her dollar. See, we don't study our situations. Do we dwell on our problems, and then we get all excited, angry, anxious? When you dwell on your problems and don't go to school on it, you don't put the effort in it, you don't make the right choices. So Gene is smart enough to say, hey, Randy, I need your help. Reach out to somebody. You know, that pride will cost you money. Pride will cost you relationships. Pride of knowing it all. We know, hey, car dealers know. They just love know-it-alls. Just love them. Hey, Bubba, you so smart. Come on in here. Yeah, this ain't your first rodeo. Gosh, man, uh, we can't make no money on you. And they're laughing all the time. They go tell the manager, I got to know it all on here. I got him pumped up. I got his pride bigger than Dallas. Oh, man, he's so excited. I got him ready to close. Oh, yeah, you know how it is. Hey, babe, those guys are the easiest ones to sell, the know-it-alls. You just agree with them and tell them how smart they are. But, see, Jeannie wants to learn. She wants to understand. She wants to make that best decision. Hey, what man makes breaks? Automobiles? Hey, they don't last forever. Henry Ford said, they asked him, Mr. Ford, if you could build a perfect car, what would it be? He said, built out of cardboard. He said, and I'd guarantee it for one year. And after one year and one day, it'd fall out completely apart. That would be the perfect car. Well, I got news for you. They don't last forever. Now, they're making them to last longer, especially if you take care of them. And that's what we want. We want you to get your money's worth. You don't need to trade every year, every two years. There's, I, I used to know some people that bought a new car every six months. I've got neighbors that buy one every year, him and her. You know, it's their money. They can afford it. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford them. Can't afford will hurt you. Well, they can afford it. Take my advice and do whatever you want to. It may cost them twenty to forty thousand a year in order to drive a new car, but if that's your deal, Lucille, do it. You know, do it. Take my advice. Do whatever your little heart desires. I don't want to steer you wrong, but I want to educate you. I want to be your mentor. We're working on Genius. We're going to have her a car. She's understanding what she needs. She understands what she can afford. What her budget is. I want to make sure that she's happy with something that's going to lose money, value. There's no cars that go up in value. Now, that one, one in a million, maybe, like the GT Mustang, GT40, not Mustang, the Ford that built. Now, that's one car that's gone up. But, you know, it's expensive to begin with. It took a lot of money. Look, pay a lot of interest if you don't have the cash. It takes a lot of insurance. you got to have a garage to park it in. It's just like antique cars. Oh, man, I love special interest in antique cars. But you got to have insurance. you got to have a place to keep them. you got to keep them up. you got to drive them. you got to take care of them. You know, nothing's free. Nothing. So remember, when you buy an automobile and you're buying your transportation, oh, I just love it. You've lost that love and feeling. When you fall out of love with it, then you figure out you've lost twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars on that brand new car or truck that you bought. Wow. Well, take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But I want to make a better purchase. I want to make a better deal. I want to make the right choice. And that's what I'm here for you. Just like when I'm helping Gina. I want her to be happy with what it'll do, fit her situation, fit her needs. And then you go to Randy, uh, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. 
after you've found your credit union, your bank, whoever you're doing business with, you understand your budget, you understand what you're buying, you understand your needs, then you understand about what you're going to spend, then you find out if you're on old market, new market right now. We're in that time because a lot of dealers own these cars. If they've owned them over 30 days, the odds are they're in the old market. How do you find out? Look at how long they've had it on the Internet. How do you find out? Ask them. Find out if they'll tell you the truth. Some of them will, some of them won't. Hey, 80% of the dealers in San Antonio will rip you off. 20% will tell you the truth. I've got a man like that. I've got several dealers. North Park uh, Toyota that I do business with, good people. Don Dumford, Divine Texas Chaparral Ford, good man. Uh, Rox Covert that I deal with every day, Chevrolet store in Bastrop, Texas, Chevrolet GMC Buick. But I deal with the dealers that tell you the truth. I've got these dealers are dealers I've done business with, one of them over 40 years and never had a problem. That's pretty awesome. When money's a factor and you don't have a problem with them, their word's good. Well, I want my word good with you. I'm going to tell you the best, do the best I can. And after you've got your credit union or bank lined up on LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com, be sure and uh, shop, shop, shop. Know the new market, know the old market, figure out what's going on. I've had a lot of people call me and ask me what a vehicle's worth that they're trying to buy, and I'll tell them the truth. Most of the time, if it's off a dealer, I ask them if they've had it, you know, 30 or 60 days. If they've owned it 90 days, it's on the oh, oh high market. So do you want to pay for their loss? Is it your fault they've owned it too long? Is it your fault that they've owned it during the drop? Should you pay for their mistake? Do you want to pay for their mistake? If you owe 20000 on a car, how much money do you have to make after tax dollar to pay a $20,000 note off? And and don't forget the interest. But, I mean, you got to make 24000 to pay a $20,000 note off. People don't think about after-tax dollars. They don't think about the loss. You need to know what your vehicle's worth, but what is it going to be worth when I get through three, five years from now? And now we have 84-month payments and 108-month payments. Please, Lord, let it be worth something when I get it. Make that last payment. Oh, man, ain't that wonderful? You're making that last payment, and then you're trying to figure out if it's worth anything. Have you lost that loving feeling on it? Because if you have, hey, dealers are trained to figure out, hey, this, this guy hates his car, hates his truck. We can steal it. We can give him a little or nothing for it, you know. My barber, just to give you an example, I'm sitting there getting a haircut. I said, hey, man, you got a new car. He said, yeah, I know. He said, I was going to ask you. I had this little Nissan, and he told me about the Nissan. He said, what was my Nissan worth? And it was an older model, but nice. This guy takes care of a unit, really a sweet unit. And I said, a little extended cab, was it automatic? And he said, yeah. I said, how what was the miles? He said, 108. And I said, well, the car, the truck was worth 6000 I thought he was going to cut my neck off. He, he, he had the scissors a-going. He said, what? I said, yeah. I said, I'd give 6000 he said, dealer gave me 1700 I said, you're serious? He said, I'm serious. They gave me 1700 and act like they were doing me a favor. Act like the actors. You don't think salespeople are not actors? Oh, man, I'd give you the best deal. You're getting the great. I can't believe my manager's going for this deal. I just can't believe it. Man, you're doing a great deal. Well, they just swallowed all that money, and I guarantee they, that was wholesale figure. They probably sold it for seventy nine hundred. They they picked up almost six thousand on him on his vehicle, and that was a hundred and eight thousand model little automatic Nissan truck. What did they make on ones they really wanted? I've got dealers that make ten and twenty thousand a week on trade ins that they don't want. What do they make on the ones they want? Your low mile's nice that you took care of, you were proud of, but you just wanted a new car. They, they oh, yeah, said, so we'd like to have it. This is trade-in value. And, they, you know, they'll, they'll work those figures however they want. But they convince you they're giving you a great deal. Oh, man, don't you just love it? This gentleman was unhappy. But now I'm not through with the story. I'm back in there about a month later. 
and he still kind of likes his car, but he's thinking about trading. He said, you know, I missed my pickup. I said, okay. So then he's not smart enough. He goes back to the same dealer. The next month I'm back, he's back in a brand-new Nissan pickup. I said, what did they give you on your trade-in? He said, well, I'd take a hit on it. Well, they got him in there. They convinced him that his trade was worth $1,700. They would take care of him. They sell him a new little car that don't fit his lifestyle and his happiness. So then he loses another two grand, and it had like a 1,000 miles on it. Trade it back in on a truck. Now he goes from owing a little and more and more and more. Are you in that cycle of debt? Have you ever walked in and made a wrong decision? That's why we launched Hassle-Free Auto Buying. 80% of the people walk into a dealership and buy something they don't intend to buy. That guy didn't intend to buy a little old car. They convinced him he needed it. They convinced him they switched him. He went in to buy a new truck, and he switched him into something else. Hassle-Free Auto Buying lets you buy a car from your house to make the right decisions. And we take the fear out of walking in a dealership, the fear in walking in the F&I department, where you make a better decision. A small mistake will cost you thousands. A big mistake will cost you 10000 Hassle-free auto buying will educate you, lead you, guide you, hold your hand, make sure you get plenty for your trade, make sure you make the best deal. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on 930 AM. The Answer. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Is your light shining? Have you got the desire to be the best person you can be? Why not? Hey, are you wasting time on this old wonderful earth that the good Lord's blessed us with? Let your light shine. Learn, grow, be productive. Hey, pick your spirits up. When I was going through a crash in my life, Alabama had a great song back then. You can't keep a good man down. Maybe they need to record it and say, can't keep a good woman down either. Hey, we got to work through our issues. We can't get mad and anxious and angry and, and, and go to work on all of this stuff. Hey, they just said Trump said he was going to help our terrible trades. Maybe old Randy needs to help you on your terrible trades, your terrible purchases. You know, being out of control, letting desire, letting emotions control your purchases. You don't forget, you know, them old emotions can really fire you up. And you can buy something old back pocket national can't pay for. A bank account will be hollering and screaming at you. Oh, man, the payment's not too much. It just comes too often. Man, it comes every 30 days. And I got to look at it. Well, I want to help you be the best you can be. I'm here to be your mentor. I'm going to tell you the truth. You know, that's the key, the truth. You know, the truth is clear, but the ability to learn and understand is imperfect. I'm trying to get this to down on your, to understand. I want to be the person that can teach well and help you understand what's going on. Because nobody, nobody in the United States is telling the truth about what goes on in a car dealership. You know, and the good Lord said, Randy, it's you got to do it. And I'm standing up. I'm doing exactly what everybody in the world told me not to do. But I got dealers, hello, dealers out there that listen to my show. And, of course, I need to bring it up before I forget it because I have forget it, forgot it a couple of weeks. Uh, here we go. Title loans are 330% interest. Do not do a title loan. Don't let your friends, your relatives, anybody you know do a title loan. They're terrible. Hey, Donald Trump couldn't handle 330% interest. The truth is clear. But do you understand? The truth is clear about understanding exactly what's going on in the title loan. There's no way you can overcome it. You borrow 5000 on it, and you owe 900 for 28 months. You pay back 25000 on a $5,000 loan. It's not possible. They repo 95%, and they make money. They give you 60% of what your vehicle's worth. And then they sell it at auction and make more money. Hey, they don't give none of that back. And their advertisement is... We got competitive rates. I used to, uh, hey, I've dropped the license. I used to own the license. I didn't do it because it's not right. 330% interest is it's against my 
my principles. I can't do that to a customer, to a person. So that's what we're trying to do. Do not do a title loan. Tell everybody else not to do a title loan. The truth is clear, but some people won't understand. Hey, they entice you to come in there because they're competitive rates. And we don't want your car. We want your our money back. 95% of them get repoed. They make a lot of money. Don't, don't do it. And uh, I told you earlier, we were going to talk about how keep calm and sell on. Here's a magazine. Even the ma- even his madness gets the jitters sometimes. Hey, the, we're talking about F&I people who are trained to get every available dollar out of your pocket. Even his madness gets the jitters sometimes. He details a recent sale involving two insurance executives that had him questioning his abilities as an F&I pro. That's a finance and insurance pro. He's questioned himself. He finally found somebody that's a little tougher than him. Hey, what is he going to do? He's going to get prepared. He's going to study. He's going to be ready for him the next time. And keep calm and carry on is the theme. Well, we we need a box of them to say, keep calm and let the F&I manager handle it. And we need to hand them out around the dealership to remind the people not to lose their minds when a deal comes unhinged. Let me tell you something. I've seen those deals come unwind. I've seen the managers come unhinged. I've seen the vulgar language. I've seen the degrading way they talk to people. Hey, when they lose you and you walk out the door, you cause an explosion that sometimes is bigger than them earthquakes that you hear about around. You can fire a dealership up big time. I'm sure you've seen the T-shirts with the variations on it. Keep calm and carry on. Well, that's what. But here it is. And we need to hand them out to the dealership and remind them not to lose their minds when the deal comes unhinged. Hey, our job is to tie the loose ends to get the car delivered and add significant profit, big-time profit, to the deal while managing good CSI. That's customer service. Make sure the customer thinks he got a great deal. Make sure the customer's happy. Make sure the customer feels good. Hey, that's all part of the game. If you have any questions, give us a call, 210 308 8867, be glad to talk to you. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll talk about anything. We'll even talk about Trump and his trading practices. He is a good trader. But dealers are great traders. Do you think they build $30, $50 million buildings and dealerships on losing money to you? Do you think they need a million and a half a month to open up a big dealership and more? Hey, it's going to be $2 million shortly. A month? Do they make it on air? Do they have a money tree in the back? Or do they wait on the customers, you, to walk through the door? Think about that a minute. Who supplies the money to keep these dealerships? Is it my fault, your fault, that a dealership costs $30, $40 million a, to own? Is it your fault, my fault, that it takes a million and a half a month to open the dealership every month? Who do they make that money off of? Well, they make it off of me. I'm a wholesaler. They call me. I love these dealers that say, Randy, you're not giving enough money for the trades. I said, excuse me, you're calling me for help? You're not giving enough? And then you brag about how much money? You know, we give plenty to the trade. I said, you really do? Yes, we give plenty for the trade. I said, well, why did you make 20000 last week off the trades you didn't want? Did you give those customers too much for their trade? Well, you know, we got lucky. Lucky? You know, you gave it. You gave him the money in order to trade for it, knowing that his units would bring 1000 more. And, and you felt lucky. And you felt lucky that you intimidated the customer. You told them you don't want it anymore. Nobody else wants your car. They're trained. They're educated. You know, they review. These insurance executives, they looked up the past history of what they did. There's so many records out there. They can look up so much past history. They can see what you when you bought your trade, what you paid for your trade. 
I had a new car dealer call me about a vehicle that had two accidents. And let me tell you something, there's nothing wrong with a vehicle with two accidents, but it's not going to bring top money. But they're not going to keep it because of those two accidents. This was a low-mileage prime unit. And they called me to help trade for it, and they didn't give enough money, and I gave a little more, and it still wasn't enough. They called me to get that car off of their lot when normally, if it didn't have the two accidents, they would keep it. They're scared of it. Their own product, low miles and nice. They want to call me to help them make a deal because they didn't want to lose the deal. They wanted to make the sell the new one, but they didn't want to keep the used one. See, there's lots of vehicles out there. They, they, they wholesale more than they retail. They get... They, there's not enough nice cars out there. That's why I launched Hassle-Free Auto Bank. That's why I launched LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I want to buy your car. I want to tell you what it's worth. I'm fortunate to have my overhead down to as low as you can get it. That's why I can work on shorter profits. That's why I can give you more for your car. That's why I buy. I'm waiting on. I'm still waiting on that group of, of trucks out of Midland, Texas, out of the bankruptcy, 30 trucks I want to buy, waiting on the bankruptcy court to settle up on the deal so they'll get turned loose. I'll buy, I'll buy cargo vans. I'll buy anything you want to sell. I'm buying those five trucks off of that survey company that don't run. I'm buying five that do run. So I'll buy the good, the bad. Hey, I've got a great 15-passenger van at a great price. I've got a 16-cargo van. Both of those are hard to find, good units, good miles. I've got those to sell, and I want your trade. I want what you wore out. If it's got a lot of miles, it doesn't matter. As long as it's running, I'll give the figure. If it's not running, it's going to be, you know, a lot less figure because it costs so much money. Have you? Can you believe how much tires have gone up, how batteries have gone up? How just the cost of a car, working on one. I remember when I used to be able to get one worked on for $25 an hour. Now I'm paying 65 and $85 an hour, and that's a bargain. Some of these dealerships charge you 85 to 100 an hour, and they go by book price. And that book price usually adds in a little extra. So if a job normally takes an hour and a half, they charge you for two hours. So, I mean... That's why you need to know exactly what you're buying. Know a mechanic. Know a body man. Know how you can keep your car up. Know a, get a service department. Get you a Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube needs to sponsor this show where people know to go there to get their oil changed every 3,000 miles. And if you use a synthetic, you can go longer. We need sponsors to help give out the information, that even playing field where everybody knows what the other team's doing and understands the game? Do you think one side of the field, the coaches don't understand the game and know what the process is? That's what I'm trying to do with you. Teach you a process so you understand the game. You see the whole playing field. You see the players. You see what's going on. You, you protect what you own. You protect the quarterback. You protect your your gear, your helmet, your everything that you own. You protect your side of the field. But when you walk in the dealership, you ever thought about this? You're on their turf. You're on their land. You're in their control. Are they trying to control your mind, your emotions, your feelings, your desires? Do they tell you you can afford it? It's an easy payment. What kind of payment are you making, Bubba? Huh? What kind of easy payment you got? There's big incentives to give these salespeople or a good ride. And some of them are so crazy, they fall for leasing. How do you beat leasing? Just think about that a minute. Number one, they, they charge you 15 to 20% on the deal. The interest rate's higher. Number two, they don't know how the miles are coming back, so they want to make sure they're protected on the miles. So they put a 25, 30, I've seen as high as 50 cents a mile penalty. They they won't take a gamble on when you lease a car. Dave Ramsey, I heard him talk the other day, said do not lease a car under any uh, circumstances. I disagree with that a little bit. If you're a big-time company, you're paying 40% of your, it takes 40% of your money in order to, to taxes, 
you're in the 40% tax bracket. You know, that's a pretty good write-off, but still 60% of that comes out of the pocket of the company. See, a lot of people, don't. they write it off, and it's so easy for the lease people, especially the independent lease people. You're writing it all off. It's not costing you nothing. That's not the true figure on it. You talk to a CPA sometime, and even CPAs don't even understand it. But if I'm in the 40% tax bracket, and I'm not, but if I was and I'm buying this car and the lease is paying, I'm paying 60%. I'm writing off 40%. It's not a total write-off. That's what these these people will tell you. Oh, you're writing the whole thing off. Oh, no, you're not. So watch out for leases. we got to put you on an even playing field so you understand the whole game, the whole situation. you got to have that coach on your side. Do you have coaches on your side? Dealerships have closers. They have trainers. They have classes. They have the Internet. They have books. They have meetings. They have all of this. That's all. St- that's about like playing the Texas Longhorns. They got all those computers. They got all the films. They got all the people. They got all the records, and they got 11 people about to take the field against you. And they're all trained. They're in shape, mentally, physically, spiritually ready, and they're going against you. That's about the way you're walking into a dealership. And you think you're smart enough to out-deal them? Well, that's about like Trump going up against Hillary. Hillary's dumber than a box of rocks, and you got a traitor, a master traitor like Trump going against you. It's just like me. When I was a pure heathen of the day before I received Jesus Christ, I could out-trade anybody. My reputation on trading was so bad, people wouldn't trade with me. They'd all, the other dealers would say, don't trade with Randy Adams. You can't take advantage of him. You know. But then all of a sudden I received Jesus Christ, and I wanted to be fair. Hey, they came out of something else. It wasn't my character. When I was a heathen, let me tell you something. I'd trade with you and take hair hide and all and smile at you and say, Thank you, Bubba, I love you. Yeah. I didn't know what love was. I'm on there's a scripture in the Bible I run across and I'm gonna may bring it up in the next week or two about he who has forgiven little, you know, been forgiven of little, loves little. I tell you what, I've been forgiven of a bunch because I was a pretty good heathen. I was full of pride, greed, and me. Man, me was bigger than Dallas. And I didn't care about you. Well, now I care. This comes from Back Pocket National. Sometimes I can't really afford it. It's over my budget. That's why we're still looking for sponsors to prove the community. We want to educate you. We want you on an even playing field. We want you to know what's going on. We want you to make better decisions on all your purchases, but to understand even car dealers are trained beyond what you even imagine or dream. Let your imagination run wild about knowledge. You know, you got to have knowledge to understand what you're doing or believe. you got to have knowledge to believe what you believe. If you don't know what you believe, you don't understand it, you don't have the knowledge, you don't know. But I want to give you that knowledge. I want to give you that understanding. I want you to open your mind. I want you to forgive everybody. And I've had so many people say, why are you so big on forgiveness? Number one, I think it unforgiveness is a cause of addictions. 99% of people with addictions have unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse something that's happened in the past that caused that addiction to get in them and cause that addiction on cars. Why does somebody always got a temptation? People expect me to drive a new car, or I expect myself to look good. What are we expecting out of our emotions? What are we expecting out of our pocketbook? What Does it matter what we drive? Does it matter how you look? Are you trying to present yourself more than you are? I gotta have this new car. I gotta drive this. I gotta drive that. You know, I gotta look good. Why? For does people think about it five seconds? Maybe. Do they care? Are they jealous? Are you trying to make somebody jealous? Are you trying to fill your life with a decision on a purchase that 
show somebody that you're special? Do you feel like you got to have somebody talk to you and lift you up? Are you insecure, so insecure you're expecting others to satisfy your need of of emotions, need of of being something special? Is that why you make a purchase? Are you satisfying your emptiness? Oh, I've got to have something to fill that void. I've got to buy something. You know, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I was with a buddy of mine the other day, and we were talking, and, uh, and the guy said, you know, he said, uh, I, was, I just can't get enough of buying. I just, you know, I've got to buy something. I've got, got to spend the money. I said, why? He said, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. He said, I'm always buying something, and six months later, I want to sell it. He said, and some stuff two months later. I said, I used to have a friend of mine that would buy an antique car, and he would just wear me out. He'd send pictures to me. What's this worth? You know, and then we'd go through all the motions of this car for two weeks, a month before he bought it. And most of the time it's because the car was too high. A guy couldn't sell it. I kept telling him what it was worth. Finally, I'd say, Ray, are you going to keep this car or are you going to resell it? And he said, I'm going to keep it. I said, well, if you're keeping it and you're really going to keep it and you're going to use it and it's really feeling the need that you got to have a street rod or old car or some kind of deal, I said, buy it. But if you're going to resell it, I think it's a little high. Well, I'm going to keep this car forever. Finally, he'd buy it. And then about a month later, he said, you know why I sell this car? I said, hold it. You told me he's keeping it forever. Well, I don't really need it, and I'd rather have the money, you know. But then I found out after he passed away, he was born super poor. His dad died before he was born. Mother had a bunch of kids. They just scrambled and, and just tried to survive any way they could. And he was always wanting to reward himself. You know, and I don't, that's good. And he could afford it. It put him in a little bind sometimes, but not much. But he could always overcome it. And he always sold it. And he always done something with it. So, I mean, if that's your need, but understand that need. Understand what it does to you. Understand that what you can afford and can't afford. Dissect it all the way through. Get inside and see where that insecurity is. I'm buying this thing to fill a void, to fill the need, to reward myself. And if that's what you need, I'd, hey, that's your life. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But understand that. Learn from it. Grow from it. And the next situation, when it comes up, you'll know, you'll understand why you're doing it. And maybe you can find that inner healing that it's going to take for you to lose that feeling, that void. What void? What is a void in our life? That void is something that's happened before in our life to cause that emotion, to cause that feeling to come up on us in order to satisfy ourselves by buying something. Hey, I lived that life. Pride, greed, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me. Because I couldn't get enough. I couldn't do enough. I couldn't build a... I'd build a street rod when Texas' best street rod. And on the way home, I'd be trying to build one better and bigger and impress somebody. Did, did my trying to impress somebody, where did that come from? That come from my dad. Because I never could impress him. He was a partier. I was a worker. He lived his life, but he was... He was trying to fill the void of his mother never knowing a mother's love. He wanted to, he womanized because of his out chasing other women. Because that void was in his life that he couldn't heal. And my void in my life was not having a father that I could please. That he was always beating me up. So I was trying to prove to everybody else how big and great I was. When all the way inside of me, it was the, the desire to please somebody. Once I 
received Jesus Christ, I realized I didn't have to please anybody. I didn't have to buy the biggest and the baddest. You know, I didn't have to express my feelings, my anger, my rage anymore because I was secure. Insecure people chase after love, and that was me. Secure people attract love. That's what I'm working on. I want to be the best person I can be. I want to work hard. I want to be productive. I want to make people's lives better, change lives. Be the best person I can be. Jesus Christ gave me the the desire to be the best person I can be. And I wanted to change that in my life. But I examine your needs. Examine your voids. Examine your insecurity. Examine why you do things. Understand. Understand there is inner healing. And I've explained inner healing. I'm going to be on 6.30 a.m., that radio station. That's KSLR from 9 to 10. We get a little deeper on inner healing. We get a little deeper on insecurities. We get a little deeper in the Bible because, you know, I, I see how true it is. And, man, the truth is clear in the Bible. But sometimes the learning and understanding is imperfect. And I'm imperfect. And I'm never going to be perfect. But I'm going to do my best to open your eyes, to open up your heart. God bless you. Go to hasslefreeautobuying.com. Give me a call in my office, 830-625-7159. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Forgive everybody. Live longer. Be at peace with yourself. Be at peace with your mind. That person you got odd against, don't know, don't care. You're the one carrying that baggage. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Thank you. Thank you, 930, the answer. 630 a.m., the next station you need to be on from 9 to 10. God bless you. I love you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.